1: We talk some Auburn football recruiting on the special edition of the Uptempo podcast.
0: You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network.
1: Let's go. What is up, Auburn family? I hope everybody's week is good. That New Mexico State game is right around the corner, Blake. Hope you're doing all right, buddy. We got to talk some recruiting, man, a topic you know that I love to talk about, brother. uh, How are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing good, Dustin. I'm glad to be here, man. And and New Mexico State this Saturday, uh, the Iron Bowl next Saturday, Mm -hmm. Uh, exciting times on the plains like always, man, recruiting's popping. And uh, one thing I always like to look back to is a year ago, man, uh, just how far away we were Uh, from where we are now man and it just feels really really nice and to have the the pipelines and in Florida and Georgia and and you know dipping over into Mississippi and the states just uh, surrounding the the great state of Alabama because we know what kind of talent we have here Dustin and uh, you're really starting to to get all that back man and that feeling of Auburn getting back to what it used to be you know we talk all the time about Uh, Back when we were growing up, you know, and and just the defenses that we used to have back in the day and and you're starting to see those things happen at at Auburn right now. So uh, a lot of positivity going on, man. Uh, I feel like the fan base is even starting uh, to to grow a lot of buzz, man. People are getting excited,
1: Dustin. So uh, I'm glad to be here, brother. You make a good point about going back a year ago, and I've messed up a couple of times recording this week. I keep calling New Mexico State, Western Kentucky, because it we're, it's a year ago, right? And I, and I just um, I went to that game. I'm going this week, and just the feeling going to that game and not knowing. I was happy to be seeing Cadillac, um, but not knowing what the future was going to be. And now a year later, going up there this week and knowing what the future is going to be, all of a sudden worry about a trap game you, you got to be doing good, right, if you're if, you, if you're worried yeah. about looking ahead. So uh, it, it's good. Like you said, man, it's just it's a world of difference this year has made. And all that starts recruiting. And we knew when Hugh Freeze got in here and flipped these guys, like Connor Lue, Con, uh Kay and Lee, Keldrick Fault, these guys that we see getting reps, we, we knew that Hugh Freeze was about it. And after the big 48-10 this weekend in Arkansas, shortly after we pull a big time of uh, I think he's a five-star. We're going to bring in our guy here, Dukes. Twenty-four-seven Dukes. What is the scoop, buddy? How you doing tonight, man?
0: Man, I'm good, man. How you guys doing?
1: Uh, we're fired up, bro. We're fired up to have you, man. Really excited. Big fan of your work. And I wanted to start right there. Uh, shortly after the dismantling of the Razorbacks, wasn't that sexy, bro? Oh
0: my goodness, <laughs> that was so crazy. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, a little nice, but shortly after, man, uh, we uh, Jamonte Waller, the four star edge. Uh, I know is he listed as a five star anywhere? I know he's right there on the edge.
0: Yeah, he's right there. I think, uh, I think he ends up a five star by the time it's all said and done. But he's been a five star, he's teetered between the two. But for all intents and purposes, in my opinion, he's a five star.
1: But yeah, man, so big time get out of Mississippi, depending on where you look, either the one or two player in the state of Mississippi, mm-hmm. obviously, a state that Hugh Freeze has some ties to uh pairing him up with a guy that we flipped from georgia a while back or maybe it wasn't a flip i know we beat out yeah, he was he was committed right joe phillips so either he was committed or he was about to commit there one right. of them. we beat georgia in the recruitment either way so right. pairing pairing jamonte waller down there with a guy like joe phillips man just talk about that and what that the future of this auburn D line with those two studs
0: yeah i think uh joseph phillips is a guy who has such position versatility based on his uh athleticism where he can stand up he and there there was a time and that Auburn can do different things when you have guys that can do, that can stand up and can put their hand in the dirt and rush the passer. That's going to – if Auburn doesn't get Jermontae Waller, then Joseph Phillips has no shot of even being that type of uh, positionless type player along the line. When you have a guy who you know can pin his ears back and be the offensive tackle and go get the quarterback, you're able to do more things along the offensive line Jamonte Waller is such a big piece of this class. I mean, this is a huge win. You do have to make it a signing day, but as of right now, to have a guy like this committed, um, he's someone at 6'2". Uh, he's going to play probably at about a 240 to 250 range by the time he gets into school and gets a, a whole year on campus. He's going to be able to set the edge. He is insanely strong. Uh, he has a great base. Um uh, Great punching ability as far as striking, uh, plays with a great center of gravity. He kind of reminds me of a uh, Robert Mathis type. If you guys go back to the great mm-hmm. defensive end for the uh, the uh, Indianapolis Colts, um, someone who may not have the length that you know a lot of people say, well, you want to rush the pass, so you got to be long so you can do long arm and all that type stuff, bro. No, man, listen. I don't care, long arm, short arm, mid arm, by arm, no arm. Jamonte Waller is a baller. For Man, are those bars? <laughs> Jamonte Waller is a baller. No, for sure. Uh, he, he's, he's definitely uh, a guy that I'm excited about for Auburn. And Auburn fans should be – they should really, really be excited about him being in the class. And especially with Hugh Freeze, as you alluded to earlier, dipping back into Mississippi and uh getting like he was in on the top two guys like Camereon right. and Jamonte Waller says a lot about the tag team of Jeremy Garrett defensive line coach with it having his first go around in, in these type of uh high leverage recruiting battles he's 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 accounted for himself very well and uh I think Hugh Freeze he, he's an old pro and I think that this isn't the last four or five star you'll see in this class
1: so that's a good – you say that. So I watched your uh, latest episode last night with the guys over at 247, and you seem to have a little optimism around a, a LJ McCray. Can you can you expand on that a little bit?
0: Yeah, I think um, McCray is just a guy who um, was really considering Auburn a lot more than a lot of people thought that he was. Um, from the intel that I have, uh, him committing to Florida was more of a win than him committing to Georgia if Auburn was going to try to flip him. Um, Georgia is some – like, you know, as far as the way they have that thing rolling, you know, they kind of move on to guys. Uh, and that's somewhere where Auburn is like, you're a have-to-have. He was a have-to-have then, he's a have-to-have now. And Auburn never stopped recruiting him in that same manner. Uh, it's not like a, hey, you know, we're Georgia, we'll keep going. And, and, and I can't say exactly what Georgia has done, but from what I know, Auburn just has a – I don't want to call it desperation, but there's like a sense of urgency when it comes to recruiting these type of guys. So where you'll go to Georgia and you'll be amongst six or seven of, of that type of guy You go to Auburn and you become part of the first six or seven of that type of guy, the guy who sets the standard. And those are the type of guys who become legendary. You talk about the Julio Jones and the Mark Ingram. When they go back to Alabama, it's a lot different than a lot of these guys who they paved the way for because there are those those foundational pieces. I, I, I liken it to being a part of a startup. Like When you get into a startup business and you invest on the ground floor, it's a lot different, and the benefits and the perks are a lot different than a guy who sees something rolling and they say, "Okay, well, I want to join in." So these guys who are choosing to play to Auburn, these five stars, these high level, these high level four stars, guys like L.J. McCray, there is sort of a a a, <clears throat> a pool where Auburn is saying, "Hey, come be a part of something special." You want like this is something that you will not be able to get anywhere else in Hugh Freeze. Like, I am so glad that my niece needs to buy a car, and I'm so glad that Hugh Freeze ain't selling the tour. I would probably be, be paying $30,000, $40,000 for a 1982 Honda Accord. That's how good of a salesman Hugh Freeze is, and I think that that's the type of job he's doing on these type of kids, and I think that a LJ McCray is somebody who you could absolutely see in the class.
1: I like to hear that. So, also looking down there at the defensive line, then I should over here to Blake because I know he's got some questions about uh, some guys on the offensive side of the ball out of his area in Mobile there. Uh, Malik Blockton and T.J. Lindsay down there. I know that uh, I know that uh, Texas is making a big push for T.J., right? Kind of the way they did it on the offensive line there with DeAndre Carter. Do we feel good about us holding off there? And then uh, just talk about Malik Blockton for a second and what he can bring to the table.
0: Yeah, I think T.J. Lindsay is one of the uh, more underrated guys in the class. Uh if he like you know, and I hate to keep saying this because if, if was a fifth, we'd ought to be drunk. But um just to be honest, like if 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 TJ Lindsay is an inch and a half taller, I mean he's a he's a borderline five star, mm. uh super strong. Okay. Uh his base is, is 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 what you really want. in that four eye, he's the prototype four eye uh defensive lineman. Uh I was talking to a guy on staff who was really close to his recruitment that was just like, bro, I don't know what these rankings sites are seeing, but <laughs> Dog TJ Lindsey is better than this guy, this guy, this guy <clears throat> and some of those guys that he is ranked higher on Auburn's board if people on the message boards and who follow recruiting saw where TJ Lindsay was on Auburn's board in front of other guys then they would lose their mind they would absolutely be like oh okay yeah we're super straight if they subscribe to Auburn's board and not other boards and not to say that anybody's right or wrong but Auburn is going to get who they want. T.J. Lindsay is a guy who came out of Arkansas. He ends up at a IMG. Uh, Texas was really heavy on him. Arkansas basically w- was ready to back up a, ben- a Brink's truck. Uh, and I think uh, he's somebody in this class that you're going to have to hold Texas off. Uh, they're not going to give up because – and if you look at the level of recruiting that Texas is, that Texas is doing, when you – there's an old saying in recruiting is, it ain't who you get, it's who you beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you can sit when you start to consistently see you're beating a Texas who's in the forefront of recruiting every year, you're you're beating Georgia, you're beating Alabama, you're going to start to see you beat Georgia on the field, you'll beat Alabama on the field. And this is where it starts. So I think that uh, TJ Lindsay is definitely a big part of that class and if they can hold on to him, I think it'll be a huge huge uh success for Hugh Freeze and company. There was a second question you asked too. Just
1: Malik blocking.
0: <clears throat> It's what he's going to bring to the Man. line? Oh yeah, block the same thing. I think he's uh more athletic than his older brother. Uh, he now when I say athletic, he has more uh, physical traits. I think Marcus Harris is a uh, is a work hard type guy, right? Mm-hmm. He he built himself into what he is. Malik was just born with some of these gifts. Uh, a lot of people thought that uh, Malik was kind of like uh, he's a three star. Nobody really wants him. Who did you beat? And if you ask, if you were to ask Jeremy Garrett how. Mm-hmm. Happy he is to have Malik Blockton, and I, I know he can't speak on that publicly, but I'll guarantee you that everybody in Auburn is really happy to have him still committed. Alabama has been doing everything they can to get him in their class, uh, whether it's been Jeremiah Beeman or whoever they've had committed to reach out to Malik. Uh, they actually, um, Beeman and Blockton, uh, kind of hung out together at the Alabama and uh, Texas game, and uh, <clears throat> I think. That you'll see those two. I, I'm I'm really starting to believe that one way or the other, you're you may see those two play together in college. state. They, they've grown pretty close, so uh, I think Blockton is someone who Georgia got in late. Like a lot of he 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 took notes of who was in on them late, and so I think that Auburn being able to identify his his skill set early and seeing where it fit with uh, in this scheme. Like I said, uh, you're going to see some. You're, you're going to see guys who may be t- traditionally undersized, in Ryan Roberts scheme, and you'll you'll balance that by having uh, a lot of size at that 4 eye position on the other side or that strong side defensive end. He can play both. He gives you that. And, and what you want is that positional versatility that you start that you're starting to see more teams uh, kind of employ where it is based on a hash. That's what position you play if you're on the far hash on the boundary then you, usually you may be a, a tackle, but now you're in. You're, you could go from a 3-4 nose guard to a traditional 4-3 in based on a position on the field. And I think having guys who can move in and out, <clears throat> especially when you see teams going fastball, like the old Misses of the world and uh, other teams that want to go fast, having that type of versatility that Malik Blocking has is going to be key for Auburn to continue to be successful.
1: That's good news. We see uh, a guy like Keldra Fault kind of moving all around there. Blake, I know you got some questions about another potential uh, package deal, right? Yeah, uh,
2: I'll, I'll start at running back though. Uh, Dukes, uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to ask you this one. Uh, they they Auburn moved on from Fat Burnett, uh, and and I know that uh, they're they're kind of looking at the kid from Clemson or the kid committed to Miami. Um, do you think they get one of those kids, or do you think this was more of a move of a loaded running back room and pushing all the chips in uh, on Alvin Henderson?
0: A little bit of both. I think you could see them get. I, and I had David. I call him David E because I don't want to butcher his name. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the Clemson commit from uh, the Metro Atlanta area. Yeah. He, he's a really really good player. I watched him uh, last year and this year. Uh, he he he's a load to tackle. He run and if, if you ever notice, uh, there's something that Cadillac looks for, his his running back specifically that he looks for first and foremost, and that's going to be pad level. He doesn't care if you're a 4'340 or you may not be as fast. He may not care if you're 6'2 or if you're 5'9. You got to be able to run behind your pass, and that's something that this guy does really, really well. Um, Kevin Riley the same way, a uh, smaller guy. Uh than david e but i will say that he still packs a wallop and um, uh, but when you look at the way jarquez hunter is coming on it's starting to look like the jarquez hunter who you know has some you know some whispers of po- possibly being all SC- uh, 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 the top back in the sec potentially one of the top backs in the nation you're starting to see that as he continues to stack games headed up into the momentum that he's building going into the iron bowl so uh Getting him to stay, I know uh, I talked to some NFL scouts and I talked to a couple of agents who, who also think that right now he has a ceiling around being a day-two pick, which is about all you can ask for as a running back. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things have to go right in breaking his favor for him to be a day-two guy. Um That being said, Auburn's treated him well. I feel like it took him a while to get over the fiasco in the summer. Uh, I talked to him personally a few times, you know, just checking where his head was and uh, <clears throat> off the record type deal. And uh, you could see as he began to kind of get back into the swing of things, got her, and, it had, and you know, uh, you know, a, a lot of people joke about it, but man, you know how crazy they has to be just to, to get on social media and like, is that me? What the, like, mm-hmm. right? And the whole Network, people saying, you know, people who were behind you, dogging you. Yep. So uh, kudos to that guy, uh, uh, Jarquez Hunter, for being able to overcome that and now showing who he is on the field once again. With that being said, there he's not a lot to go into the NFL draft. Um, if he comes back, you're able to go back and you can you can be really picky with what you want to do in the transfer portal or recruiting. So if you don't get one of your guys, you don't have to take a guy this year. You got a Damari Austin still. You still got uh, Brian Batte, You still got Jeremiah Cobb, who's come on really strong. Sean Jackson, who you haven't seen a lot of, but he, he just seems like one of those guys who loves Auburn because if, if you take him to a Jacksonville State, he just looks like a 1,300-yard back who mm. just needs an opportunity. So having a backfield like that where you can also dip into the portal, um, there are going to be some guys in the portal. I know for a fact Auburn turned down three or four running backs in the portal this year who sent out feelers, you know, like, hey, you know, would there be any interest or, you know, and Auburn's just like, nah. And uh, I think that says a lot about Cadillac's room and also where Auburn stands. So if I had to, uh, just to answer that question, I would say it's a little bit of both. And I do think that right now, depending on how these next few games go, I think you'll see Jarquez Hunter back next year. And if you that's and then it's probably going to be if not the strongest it'll probably next year the running back room will probably be the strongest room on the roster.
1: Mm.
0: Well, uh, before I get to the two five one boys, uh, Dukes, uh, I, we all know Cam
2: Coleman with the firing of Jimbo Fisher. Man, uh, the the Auburn faithful is wanting him to come home. Uh, how do you feel about uh, where Auburn stands right now with Cam
0: Coleman? I think they have as good a shot as anybody. I think. Uh, <clears throat> He's been to Auburn a million times. Um, I think the way Auburn finishes is going to have a lot to do with how uh, that recruitment shakes out. You want to have some momentum. Uh, Florida has been kind of fizzling a little bit, so you know why it looked like, hey, we're doing this, we're going to do this. They haven't really put it together on the field. Hugh Freeze is kind of showing you that trajectory early, and now they're getting hot at the right time. So you go back in, if you have a performance like, Let's say you don't win Iron Bowl, but you put up a fight like you did against Georgia, that's still in recruiting, that's a win. Cause that that's almost like, hey, look, we were two or three plays away. You think you got two or three plays in you? Mm-hmm. So though that, those that if that's me, if I'm recruiting, that's the pitch that I'm going with. And I think that Cam Coleman is a is definitely a two to three uh play type guy who can be a game-changing uh figure for Auburn. And how good how big of a star. Let's say his career works out. Being where he is, how big of a star would he be in this area coming out of central Phoenix City? Hometown shit, man. Man, just think about how many times it didn't go your uh, Auburn's way. You think you think about uh what's my guy, Justin Ross? There was yeah. one before him. Uh, oh, what was the kid's name? He's he's in the league now. Went to Clemson, had a great career too. Uh man, I can't I can't think of his name, but uh Clemson has, has just been coming to take those guys away, and mm-hmm. so I think uh, now you got Cam Coleman, who's not considering Clemson. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> so he he's one that you want to keep home, and uh, hopefully Auburn can do it. And I think that they are in a really good position too. And there's something about the way that Hugh Freeze closes. I don't know what it is, but he's not going down signing mm-hmm. a day without a fight. You saw it happen last year. Uh, I was one of the first to kind of. Got wind and can and Lee was probably flipping, mm. and uh, you know, people was like, you know, after the boat, huge stuff, they're like, ah, oh, Dukes is probably just, you know, <laughs> probably getting high, huffing glue, imagining <laughs> stuff, you know. But no, uh, Hugh Freeze, like, you know, not anybody that's in the know, you talk, you talk about Hugh Freeze closing ability, I think. And he's, I think, Cam Coleman is a guy that if I had to pick somebody to be in the class, I mean, I would go with either of those two, like LJ McCray or Cam Coleman, if I had to pick. And I'm not making a prediction by any means, but I just think those are guys that Auburn is heavily invested in. And I think that, uh, especially in the case of Cam Coleman, who, who really understands what it means to be an Auburn man, I think that uh, he's one that you can actually see in the class.
2: Well, Duke, two uh, two five one boys, man, and, and there's a lot of good ones down here, man. Perry Thompson and Bryce Gain already committed uh, to play for the Tigers. Uh, but we got we got Ryan Williams down here, and I know there's been a lot of smoke. Uh, you know, the, his dad played at Auburn. Uh, he visits Auburn uh, pretty often, and uh, his quarterback in high school, uh, Mr. KJ Lacey, he is a Texas commit right now, and and I know KJ he visits uh, also, and and him and Ryan are really close and everything. Uh, what is the actual smoke around Ryan possibly reclassifying? and could he potentially pick the tigers and is there any smoke there with kj Lacey?
0: yeah i think um i'm starting to feel like ryan is going to classify from guys that i talked to um behind the scenes that there there's probably it's, it's more like 65 35 70 30 that he does reclass and uh, mm-hmm. you know looking at where he he would be in this class i mean georgia georgia is recruiting him like he's a 20 like he's a 24 um, uh, I actually, I was at the game when he was at Georgia and he, he was having the ball, but he's gonna have fun anywhere he goes. Now, one thing I did see was uh, when Auburn did play Georgia, he uh, he was having a conversation. It was him, KJ Bolden, and Jalen Crawford having a conversation. They were saying, Man, you know what? I hope Auburn wins. Like, there's like some really and I, you know, that I, I'm sitting right there, I'm like, Dang, like, okay, and they're like, Yeah, we want to see him rest the field, but. Just even that coming out of their mouth, like, hey, I hope – we hope Auburn wins. Like, and he was right there, right? So, there's a mystique about Auburn and the recruits know it. I, I think that Alabama does have a pretty strong hold on him. But I think uh, – I, I I never count Hugh Freeze out. And uh, depending on how that Iron Bowl goes, and you know, you got dad there. Um, I'm not sure how this – he's really good with uh, – really good friends with uh, – the uh the kid who the basketball kid who was committed to Auburn who's at Kansas I think LeBaron father. yep LeBaron. yep yep they're really good friends um their fathers are super tight so uh, LeBaron was uh, was one time committed to Auburn so Auburn does have I mean if if he flips anywhere I think it would be Auburn um, I know Georgia wants him like like nobody's business with uh, what they'll need at receiver next year but I think he's a he, he's a Right now, if I had to say, I'd probably say he's probably like a 70, 25, 5 Alabama, Auburn, yeah, Georgia. I think it's, uh, it's going to be hard to flip him, but you never know. And with KJ Lacey, he's a guy that, uh, as you see, they committed to different schools already. So he's a guy who's good enough to stand on his own. I don't think Texas is taking anybody just for the heck of taking them, especially early. Like, that's a guy that you, like, if Texas didn't want him, they would have just told him to chill. Uh, if you look at some of that film, K.J. Lacey is a player in his own, right? And a lot of the times, if you look at how Ryan is able to run under the ball, it's because K.J. is out there dropping dimes. I mean, there's sometimes it's almost, like, unfair when you get a, a chance to watch those two together. Like, uh growing up, I was a, a Florida State fan before I became an Auburn fan. I was a Georgia fan, too, but Florida State. And uh I liken Ryan to more like a – uh Ryan's game reminds me of like Peter Ward and Lavernius Coles like mixed together. Like, yeah. like you know, Coles' and speed with uh, the moves of Peter and just to go out there and chuck it to him. I don't know if you guys remember, but Charlie Ward used to just chuck it like and guys yeah. would run up under. it, And uh, that's kind of how uh, K.J. Lacer reminds me uh, of how he plays the game. He, and and, and he, he really does have a good control of the huddle. You can see those guys respond to him. But as far as Auburn goes, I think that when Auburn really breaks down what they want to do in the 25 class and who whose offense is going to be, I think you'll see more movement along those lines as far as going to look for the next field general. Um, I think that uh, it could be Ryan Montgomery, somebody who's really high on the list. I don't I don't expect for them to take two quarterbacks so it, it may be come down to a thing to see who's who, who's first in the boat. Uh, Antoine uh, Hill, Jr., uh, from uh, Houston County in Georgia, who's committed to Colorado currently. Uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, he, somebody that, that Auburn loves a ton, big physical kid who can run, but it has a cannon for arm. But uh, to get back to uh, the KJ part of it, I think it's somebody that Auburn has real interest in, and their interest in KJ isn't predicated upon them getting Ryan. Uh, he, he, he's a great standalone prospect.
2: Mm. How big is Perry Thompson at that get, Dukes?
0: Man, it, 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 he's Julio Jones to me. Like, he's Julio. When I watch him, like, you know, guys say other guys, he's Julio to me. When The, the best picture is when they're at the pool party at Big Cat and you got Demarcus Riddick and, and Perry Thompson next to each other and you don't know who's the linebacker. And I mm-hmm. think that just says a lot as far as what Perry Thompson can bring to the table, uh, that big physical presence where you don't have to have just a, a – the most accurate guy in the world. You can get a, a dual threat guy with a cannon. Get it in the area, and he's a guy that's going to make a play. And then when you think about the perimeter runs that Auburn does, like to run, when you get somebody who can seal the edge, imagine a uh, uh, you know having Perry Thompson. Think about that picture, and Perry Thompson going up against a six foot, one hundred eighty pound corner, and 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 the sweeps coming his way. Who do you think is going to win? Like, so I think Perry Thompson is huge, uh, a huge get. Uh, his, his highlights are freakish too. It's almost like how, how, like, I wouldn't even not give no like. Who else is on that team? Like, who cares? Like, no, no disrespect to anybody at Foley, but yes, disrespect to everybody at Foley if you're not throwing the ball to <laughs> Perry Thompson almost every play. Man, he's a really, really freakish athlete. Um, and I think you can't understate how big it was for him to jump in, just to kind of show that – to get that momentum going to be like where you saw that the Marcus Riddick wasn't a fluke. And that Auburn had something real that they were putting together, so I think he's a huge get, and I think he's a great player. And you, if if you can't do nothing else, if you go back to the glory days of Auburn. Auburn was recruiting Atlanta, Mobile, yeah. and, and and South Florida like nobody's business. And I think that that's going to be the same recipe that 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 it'll take for Auburn to get back to where where they want to go. Mm. Mm. Damn,
1: Dustin. Yes, yeah, got a couple more for you, Dukes. And I, I don't know what happened, guys. My uh, I went to plug my laptop up, and all of a sudden I'm pink. So I got no idea what's going on with that. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, uh, KJ Bolden, Dukes. So out of his mouth, the words out of his mouth. Uh, I think it was the Georgia game, uh, but one of his one of his visits where he had said that he was really close to committing in Hugh Freeze's office. So we we know that we've been right there on this one and his uh his last visit is going to be the iron bowl i mean i know that uh i know that he's he says he's pretty firm in his commitment right but you said never count out hugh freeze and we've already had him pretty close one time if that iron bowl goes uh like you just said playing him close and then all of a sudden you got to be able to sell oh, hey man seven and five play georgia close play bama close you, you saw them both in person
0: uh are we still in this one yeah absolutely um and what a lot of people don't know is like, you know, there's like, oh, KJ's dad don't want him there. Uh, KJ's dad wants him at Florida State, but man, KJ's dad wanted him at Georgia. To be honest, like, mm-hmm. if 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 Ky Bowden wanted KJ anywhere, it would have been Georgia. And KJ's mom wanted Auburn. Like, if KJ, if it was up to Keisha, then KJ would have been at Auburn. They left this decision up to KJ, which I think is the best place for it to be. Especially right. for a guy like Hugh Freeze, so if KJ gets to Auburn, he feels the love. I mean, abs- could you imagine Auburn storming the field beating Alabama? How hard that would be. I-, I mean, two weeks before signing day. Yeah. Like, like, come on, bro. Like, that's that's. I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to top that. So I think Auburn is definitely in it, um, and I think. I really think they're going to get two more five stars. Like, I I do. And I think it may be a guy that may come left field. I don't think people are really counting uh, KJ Bolden in right now. And I wouldn't either, like, at this point. But as far as being in, absolutely. I mean, who saw what Hugh Freeze was doing to get Jamonte Waller? Like, nobody was expecting. it was like, you know, and that's why I really wasn't kind of, too concerned about not missing out on, on Cam Franklin and they knew like they knew what was going on it's not like they didn't but they never stopped it's not like oh we're going to get Cam Franklin so we're going to stop recruiting Jamonte Waller Yeah, and also understand it's not we didn't get we got Jamonte Waller so we don't need Cam Franklin uh-huh. I, I just just remember I said that like you know so <laughs> uh not saying anything but they right. are definitely still recruiting Cam Franklin and uh there are other guys too that uh auburn is recruiting at a high clip right now i don't even know how few freeze does it like it is it's unreal how hard he works And just for me being on my side of it especially with the kids in atlanta the higher rated kid who he's in on he's like man i talked i talked to coach freeze today oh i talked to coach free like bro he's supposed to be coaching like what is he doing like you know <laughs> like like we don't I, I haven't seen this level of uh, efficiency I'm like, bro, he must get 27 hours in a day because I don't see how he do it, bro. Like, for real. Mm. But uh, as far as back to KJ, man, I think Auburn's really in it. And uh, I think, like you said, like, I mean, the uh, kick six, uh, the prayer of Jordan here, stranger things have happened, especially inside that stadium. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, with the excitement that you saw at bit, Cat, imagine what it would be with uh, that type of finale. Uh, enjoy the hair for the season for sure i got
1: two more for you uh one from a one from our member but uh, i had a question my final question for you dukes is when i hear all these recruits talk right th- when i hear they give their interviews they all and you just follow them on social media they all seem like legit bought in right and i know that it's part of recruiting nowadays for a class to for you to commit to a school and to start recruiting for that class but like these guys, man, the Walker Whites, the Perrys, you see when Jamonte, he flips and now he's immediately out there being vocal about it. These guys really seem bought into to Hugh Freeze's vision, and they really seem to believe in what he's trying to do at Auburn. How important is that going to be two years from now, man, when these guys are sophomores and they're in the program and it's time for them to contribute?
0: It's huge because in the NIL area I mean, excuse me, in the NIL era – um, is what have you done for me lately, right? Mm-hmm. It's am I being used right today, and am I happy today? It's like constantly. It's like being in a relationship that you got to win win the girl over every day. It gets mm-hmm. you know right. when you 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 would much rather be with somebody that you know that even on an off day they still love you and they're you know that yeah. you know you don't have to look your best and be in the best shape every day. And I think that's what Auburn is doing. They're getting guys who want to be get get to Auburn who believe in Auburn and believe in what Hugh Freeze is building. Uh You got guys – these are different type of guys. These are guys who can go to any school and go be a number everywhere else, five-star number 27, five-star number 28. Eventually, Auburn's going to get to that point. I mean, I, Hugh Freeze is recruits at that type of clip to where yeah. he's going to start to feel that fill feel those spots up with more higher-level talent, with the blue-chip talent that uh, Georgia's been winning – that Georgia's won back-to-back national championships with that they are looking for their third. So, having guys that are bought in outside of their ranking, outside of the NIL deals, just being bought in to what it means to be an Auburn man, I think it's huge. And I think these guys – you know, I hate to say sipping the Kool-Aid, but, man, bro, is it orange? Is it blueberry? Like, these guys – whatever it is, bro, like, they're – I mean – Seems like they're gone off of it right now, and I—I I, I mean, could you blame them? I mean, like, man, the first time I met Hugh Freeze, bro, you would have thought I was Barack Obama, dog. Man, he walks up, he's like, "Hey, man, hey, man, love what you do, man. Hey, man, hey, man." I'm like, "Man, all right, coach, like, you know, it's my first time seeing him. Like, this first time meeting him, he's cool, super cool. The second time I uh, ran into him was the SEC media days. I threw him a softball question, and he hit it out of the park. He's like, "Oh, man, thank, you. hey, man, I appreciate it. Great question, like." He just makes you feel good, like, if you're if you're around him. Cool guy. And um, I can see how, I mean, just look at, like, the polar opposite from last year to this year. All right. Bro. Right. Imagine having to go clean up some of that with this type of personality with the Southern Baptist preacher type vibe, you know, where like, hey, man, we're going to do it. We're going to pray. We're going to go to Waffle House. All of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Coming from that to, you know, from, like, the other. I, I mean, come on, dog. So, it's- yeah, man. It's just it's, about
1: getting it Dukes and Ryan Williams is a perfect example I'm, I'm sure you've told the story before of, of right. Ryan Williams standing there what you he say he stood there for 10 15 minutes right beside Horson Horson didn't speak to him and then you talk about how Hugh makes everybody feel like they're the most important person in the world when they're right in front of mm-hmm. him so he just gets it man he gets people he understands how it works down here he you know it, it's a different it's a different beast down here and Hugh right. gets it uh, the final one before we let you get out of here man. And we really appreciate your time tonight. Our guy Thomas, he wanted to ask just what uh, on the NIL front is Auburn ready to compete with these big schools like Texas A&M, like Georgia, Alabama? Are we are we in the ballpark with these guys, or you know where are we at in the NIL stage?
0: Hey man, look look at me, look. Auburn is here, believe it. Like. Uh, this is what I do know from guys that on the inside of the the NIL collect, they do a really, really good job of trying to assess the best way to allocate the funds based on team needs. Yeah. I can say that as plainly as NCAA regulatory, (laughs) 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 Regular <laughs> regulation leads, as I can say, right? Wide but- receivers
1: getting bags this class. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> rece- Cam Coleman might get a bag, is what I just
0: heard. <laughs> you feel me? Like, nah, man. Like, Auburn ain't playing. Like, you don't get you. I mean, come on, dog. In this era, you're not, you not. Know, no, they're they're definitely up to par. Um, In some ways, they may you know they they they're one of the leading teams when it comes to having their NIL together. And uh it's, big kudos to Auburn like this like this is the second iteration of the NIL collective. If you remember they had the first one and then you right. then you come back and you got uh, on the victory. OTV came out guns a blazing. They wanted to make sure that it was about not just the football team, but as a whole they wanted to get Auburn, they wanted to make Auburn competitive. They they've come with really creative uh packages for the average guy like myself to be able to get involved. If I wasn't in the media, I definitely would be, you know, doing doing my part. And uh, you know, my family is like, oh man, that's that's really cool. So Auburn definitely competes. Um, you'll continue to see Auburn compete at that level. Uh, and you'll be surprised at what somebody, what what you're able to do with their NIL funds once you've built a winner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so a lot of people think that uh like Like, you know, George, he's just going to go to Georgia for a bet. Like, no, Kirby is selling that culture. Come over here and win a national championship. You're not going to lose anything to come here. But, you know, we're not going to overpay or, you know – and I don't think Kirby is saying that himself. I think that's Georgia. Let me make sure I'm not saying anything to get nobody in trouble. But, no, like, uh, I think Georgia's NIL collective is saying, you know, hey, come be a part of a winner and we'll make sure you don't lose. And I think Auburn's is saying – Come be an Auburn Tiger, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, yeah cool. We
1: appreciate you, man, uh, Deuce, Before you get out of here, brother, just let everybody look at him. Hey, he's saying we got. He said Thomas to answer your question. We got the cash, brother. We got the cash, yeah. and uh, Jalua Solomon, you hear us? Come on back, baby. For
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. Come on,
1: come on come home, and yeah, we like like Duke said, man. Hugh Freeze isn't going to give up. Deuce, where can the people find you, man?
0: Man, find me on Twitter and Instagram at. Dukes D Scoop. Um yeah, man. And on 24-7 for sure, man. Uh Auburn undercover. Um and yeah, if you see me out, make sure you come speak and say you saw me on the Uptempo pod. And I'd be like, yeah, bro. Like make sure you support my cousins for sure. Hey, and uh, dude, I need your Falcons to keep losing, buddy. Hey, man, <laughs> me too, man, because hopefully we can go get a quarterback next year, man. Good gracious, bro. <laughs> sure, man. I hear you, man. My uh, my Bucks, we're out
1: here struggling. NFC South is something else right now,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's tough, man. Like, uh, the Bucks, like, Auburn South, right? It's kind of got the most Auburn guys on the team, right? So yeah, I get it. At least at least you got that. At least you got like that to root for. You got Carlson Davis, Jamel Dean, uh KJ Britt. Okay, hey, we got KJ. Yeah, we got a couple guys, man. Yeah, got a there's a few guys. more than that. yeah, man. we we'll, I'll root for them a little bit.
1: I mm. hear you. All right, man. Well, y'all like the video, subscribe to the channel. I'm sure we'll have Duke's on again soon. Uh December 2nd, man. signing day right around the corner. I really enjoyed this Dukes. We appreciate your time, man. What Eagle. We'll see you guys with our preview show Friday, 10 a.m. We're out.
0: We're damn, baby. For
1: so, sure.